Hey everyone, it's Luke Wright with Alex Malkoff here, and we just witnessed Game 1 of the NBA Finals. I'm, I mean, NBA Western Conference Finals. It's hard to um, differentiate these days. I mean, both teams played very well for the vast majority of this game. It was very back and forth. At one point, Houston even held a sizable 7-8 point lead early in the first quarter or mid. It was like 21-14 to 14 or something like that. And we all thought they have a shot. And then the shot kind of went downhill. Yeah. Look, there are a couple ways you can look at this game. But the way I look at it is that we went into this series with, with some assumptions. We, we kind of, everybody was, was highly anticipating this series. Like you, uh, semi-jokingly referred to it as the NBA Finals. Because it really feels like that. It feels like whichever team gets out of this series is going to kind of have their way with whatever team they face from the East. But we expected it to be a lot of fun. We expected it to be really, really high scoring. We expected it to be really uh, high-powered offenses. Um, there were some stretches during this game where it didn't seem like either team could miss. Um, we, we expected a really, really entertaining, aesthetically pleasing, fun, back-and-forth type of series. And I think we also expected that ultimately the Warriors would prove to be the best team. And I think we got a lot of that in Game 1. This game was awesome. I mean, especially the first half of this game was phenomenal basketball to watch as a fan. But at the end of the day, despite 41 points from James Harden, despite the Rockets really playing not their best game, but pretty close to the best version of themselves, it still wasn't enough. So what does that tell you about the series? Is this Golden State's really, really good? They won game one, but we still have what should be a a lengthy, entertaining, back-and-forth, hard-fought series? Or do we look at this as... Golden State kind of got a bit of Houston's best shot in this one and still won by double digits. I look at at this as the former. I personally think Chris Paul didn't really show up this this game. He was like 5 of like 17 or something at one point. Um, He he didn't shoot the ball well. He he didn't have a lot of turnovers and he was rebounding and everything. But overall, he just lacked a certain presence on the offensive uh, side of the thing, of things. And also, I feel like you can get... You can and you will get more out of your role players in future games. Notably, Trevor Reza probably won't have five fouls within two minutes of the third quarter starting. You probably will get more out of P.J. Tucker. or Yeah, P.J. Tucker. You'll get more out of Eric Gordon. These are players that have helped you throughout the entire year. And while they did not play particularly great tonight, I don't foresee them having that problem every single game. Now... I think that we have seen enough to where unless Harden and Paul have a historic night, uh, they probably won't even push this to seven games. But I do think that between the Warriors sometimes getting a little complacent and lazy and the fact that James Harden is a monster and Chris Paul can be uh, uh, a team leader and a team carrier some nights – I do still expect Houston to get at least a couple games. Yeah, I think the the overall box score production we got from Chris Paul was essentially what we're going to get. It felt a bit hollow looking at the box score. I mean, he scored 23 points, had 11 rebounds, actually. Only three assists, though. Um, and did finish the night 8 of 17 shooting. So it wasn't a terrible game if you just look at the numbers. Uh, but there were large stretches of the game. I even think I joked to you sometime during the second quarter, is Chris Paul even playing? 
Uh, there were there were parts of the game where he was pretty quiet, and some of that is James Harden being James Harden and and the way that offense kind of flows through him. Um, but yeah, I, I think that some of Chris Paul's production, even though the numbers were kind of there by the end of the night, felt a little hollow. Um, but yeah, I think the the bench and the and the role players are where the Rockets are going to have to make up the ground that they need to in this series. Eric Gordon had 15 points, and the rest of the Houston bench had six, and that was all Gerald Green. Um, Luke Bamute, 17 minutes, zero points. Not good. Uh, it's not good. Uh, it, they need more than that. I mean, again, Harden is unbelievable. And, and there were times during this game where he would do things that just kind of made me roll my eyes and laugh because he's just so talented. But that's one guy. The Warriors have three or four guys who can do that to you, who can beat you on any given night. And I think that's what the scariest part of this is if you're the Rockets. Obviously, Kevin Durant was unbelievable tonight. 14 of, seven, of 27 shooting, 37 points. Clay Thompson, very good tonight. Hit six threes, had 28 points. Dagger threes, too. But Steph Curry didn't play that well. Steph Curry only shot 8 of 15. He only hit one three-pointer. He had 18 points. Uh, Draymond Green came out way too fired up. Way too Almost fired. got himself in some trouble. Got a real early tech. Kind of had to calm himself down. He didn't have a great game either. I mean, he had nine rebounds, nine assists, but... Go ahead. The point was made that you and I both noticed on NBA Twitter. Him getting that early technical in a way helped him because he knew he had a, even more extra leeway with the refs because they were not going to throw him out that early in that kind of playoff series, and he took advantage of that. Yeah, hat tip to I, – I wish I remembered who it was. It might have been Anthony Slater yes, uh, who pointed that out on Twitter. But you're right. I, I, he, he came out so hot out of the gates and so fired up. Um, took a really unnecessary technical foul. But you're right, I, I, and, and Slater is right, that once you have that one tech, you almost get a little extra leeway because you, uh, a ref doesn't want to throw you out of a Western Conference Finals game within the first 10 minutes of the game. Um, but I'm so torn on how to view the rest of this series. Before the series started, I predicted Warriors in six. Nothing that happened tonight necessarily makes me want to backtrack on that at all. But at the same time, I'm just not sure how much better Houston can play, keeping in mind also that I do think that there are places where the Warriors could have improved tonight that are going to get Houston to two, three, or four wins in this series. And and that's the troubling aspect for me if you're the Rockets. You know what this series kind of reminds me of a little bit is a LeBron series. This- where it doesn't matter what the other team does, it's always going to come back to LeBron. Kind of like like the Houston Rockets, to me, are like a more consistent but not as high of a peak as LeBron. And what I mean by that is James Harden is the clear-cut number one on this team, like LeBron is of the Cavs. The difference is LeBron is the best player in the world. Harden, you can make the case, is at best the third. And even a lot of people will argue he's fourth or fifth. And while the while Harden's team as a whole is significantly better than James's team as a whole, James is able to elevate that team on a whole new stratosphere. When LeBron James drops forty points, he his team is one possession away. His team is in the game. They're they're competing if they're not winning it. James Harden dropped forty points. Or at least right around there. 41, yeah. Yeah, he dropped 41 points and his team still lost by double digits. Yeah, it was, it's gotta be frustrating if you're, if you're a Rockets player fan, whatever. Every time 
Now, Harden did a great job of never, right up until the last two minutes or so, never letting this game get too out of hand. I mean, there there were some runs that Golden State went on to make it an eight-point game, a 10-point game. A th- it got up to 13 at one point. kind of looked like the game was going to start turning into a runaway. And he, every time that happened, it was Harden who had a response. It was Harden who pulled that team back into contention and, and kept the game relatively close. But Golden State is just so good and can beat you in so many ways. How do you... How do you beat the Warriors once, let alone beat them four times in seven tries? If it's not Durant scoring 37, it's Clay Thompson hitting three after three after three. If it's not Clay, it's Steph. If it's not them, it's guys like Iguodala and Draymond Green contributing. It's it's just impossible to stop that team two, three, four, five times in a row that you have to do to build and and grow leads against them. Because they have so many weapons to beat you. And I'm not breaking any new grounds here. We know the Warriors' offense is, is historically good. Maybe one of maybe the best offensive basketball team of all time. I don't know how any team stops them four times in seven tries. Uh, the Houston Rockets plus LeBron plus Kawhi. It is. It's silly. This... I think before the series started, somebody, uh, right before the game started, actually, and, and this one I definitely don't remember who it was on Twitter, but it was a, a sentiment kind of widely shared by people. This, to me, could have a, a striking similarity, I think, to the Sixers-Celtics series, which is a very, very fun, very, very exciting, very, very uh, uh, back-and-forth, hard-fought slugfest of a series that only goes five games. I think every individual game is going to be highly entertaining. I think different guys at different times, whether it's Harden or Paul or Durant or Curry, are going to have those just silly, everyone going nuts on Twitter type of games. I just don't know how many times I see Houston coming out on top of one of those games. And that's going to be the problem. I don't think they're going to get swept. I think they absolutely have a win, maybe two in them. But this kind of already is starting to look like that Celtic Sixers series eventually looked, which was of the five games, I think four of them were very, very competitive. Yes. But the Celtics just kept coming out on top. At the end, they just they were the better team. They were the better coached team. They were the the more skilled, more efficient, more well-rounded team. And I think that's what we're going to see out of this series. I think we're going to see five very close, hard-fought, fun games. I don't know if we're going to get more than that, though. Let's hope so, because that uh, Sixers-Celtics playoff series, I think, in my opinion, has been the best one of the playoffs so far. Let's hope that Warriors and Rockets are able to take the crown. I have little doubt that when we look back at this postseason, when it's all said and done, that we're going to look at this Western Conference Final, as expected, as the pinnacle and the best series of the postseason, despite the fact that I, I really don't see it going more than five, maybe six games. Well, that's it. We, that's all we have for you for now. Check back with us tomorrow where we will have all the coverage on Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals. The consolation bracket, as the, we like to call it. Essentially. Uh, keep it at FRS Hoops, guys. Have a good night.